Real Exam English, Season 3, Anger. Hello and welcome to Real Exam English. Today's episode is about anger. This is a surprisingly common topic in higher level English exams. You can be asked about what makes you angry, how you calm down, why certain things make other people angry. You might have to describe photos maybe where people look angry or perhaps you have to write a letter of complaint where you were angry about something. So I've just said the word angry about five times, which as you know by now isn't a good strategy in an exam situation. Luckily, today we have loads of super expressions to express anger so you can improve your vocabulary no end. Remember, you can access the transcripts for this episode on the Real Exam English website, realexamenglish.com. And if you would like to make a donation, then you can do that there too. Okay, then let's plow ahead with the questions. What do you do to calm down? I don't have any magical breathing techniques or something, something like that that maybe others do in terms of calming down. The thing, the thing that calms me down the most is I, I feel like my, my burning hot temper disappears quite quickly. But the, the thing that really calms me down uh, longer after that period is understanding why, or at least trying to understand why I'm annoyed or angry at the situation, especially if it's a person really trying to understand why that person has done that and trying to, I suppose, have a little bit of empathy. And also, it's a little bit sad, but it's the reality. Also, just trying to attempt to understand that anger is a normal part of life. Sometimes you're going to feel angry and just working as hard as you can to to avoid those feelings and to to monitor and regulate your own, I suppose, emotions. Do you think the pace of life today makes it more likely for people to lose their temper? I don't necessarily think the pace of life leads people to lose their temper, although I don't really have a good argument for that. But I definitely think the pace of life today puts people on edge a lot. I think we have a society or a working living culture that is really go 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 and we must perform at highest levels all the time and and we don't really have that much downtime we have access to emails at midnight uh, we have a phone and laptops at home we don't really have a switch off time like i believe we might have had in the past and i definitely think that puts us on edge a little bit more certainly with things like stress or anxiety uh whether that is connected to people losing their temper and anger probably is. I don't think I've personally felt it myself. However, emotions are definitely more easily frayed uh, these days due to the life that we all live. Okay, so here's our first bunch of expressions all the way from Australia. Great accent. The first expression was my burning hot temper, which of course is when you are really angry or furious. Then we heard about stress, which is a good word, anxiety, which is an even better word, and putting people on edge, which is even better still. All of these basically mean the same thing. We then heard about downtime and switch off time, which is when you have to relax and not think about your usual worries like work, college or whatever. And lastly, we heard about emotions being easily frayed, which means easily upset. 
You often hear of frayed nerves too, which means you're feeling worried about something. People say that getting angry can sometimes have a positive outcome. What's your opinion? Well, um, anger, I believe, is the cause of all sins, all bad things. And uh, yeah, I don't believe anything good comes from anger. Anger is not a good um, is not a good um, trait. It's not a good trait. It's it's not a good uh, it's not a good act. Uh, it's it's the cause of of everything bad, and it's closely related with uh, pride. Okay, so quite a short answer here from the United States. Nevertheless, we heard the adjective bad being used twice and the adjective good five times. So as with my introduction earlier, this wouldn't be a great answer in an exam as there isn't any variety on offer for the examiner. Remember, the range of language you use is really important. Why do you think some people lose their temper more often than others? I think uh, cognitive dissonance is a real major cause of anger. So basically, your view of the world is not how the world actually is. And every time something reminds you of that, it angers you. Like, for me, the world is a much more charitable and friendly place. And when people aren't charitable and friendly, that makes me angry. Um, Yeah. So I think that's what it is. I think the more out of step with how the world actually functions you are, the more angry you are with it. People say that getting angry can sometimes have a positive outcome. What's your opinion? You know what? I think it can. I think uh, sometimes if you lose your temper enough to say the things that you haven't said to someone before, it can clear the air. It can get a lot of your frustration out. Uh, It can explain your viewpoint to someone. It's not necessarily the most useful way of explaining your frustration to someone, but sometimes you need to be angry to properly express a difficult subject. Also, I think repressing anger and not venting is super unhealthy. Um, don't, not necessarily being angry at people, but, you know, like having a little mutter to yourself in the car if someone drives in a way that annoys you things like that you know don't confront people with your anger just be angry to yourself get it out job done move on with your life some nice advice there from the east midlands of england in the first answer we heard this cool expression out of step with how the world functions if you're out of step it means you don't have the same ideas or beliefs as other people or you're ignorant of their beliefs like the politician was totally out of step with the public so nobody voted for him in the second answer we heard about clearing the air which is where you remove the bad feelings with someone for instance the couple had a massive argument but it cleared the air and now they're all lovey-dovey again on a similar note we heard about repressing anger which means keeping your anger inside and venting, which is the opposite, letting your anger out. This is just a reminder that if you're looking for classes, either individually or in a group, then check out realexamenglish.com for details. 
Our classes are always really dynamic with a mix of exam preparation, videos, games, worksheets, and always lots of speaking. In addition to regular classes, all of our students can attend free conversation classes, and we sometimes have extra places available for non-students too, so keep an eye out on Facebook and Instagram for notification of those. People say that getting angry can sometimes have a positive outcome. What's your opinion? Well, I try not to get angry, but sometimes it has a positive outcome, but not very often. I think it's better to try and curb your anger and deal with a, with a tough situation in a different way. You know, so it's all about willpower, really. What do you do to calm down? Um, well, usually I would walk away from the situation and just try and kind of take a breath and, and you know, or I'll take a glass of water or if I'm really angry, I'll go for a walk, you know, and just clear my mind, try and clear my head of the situation. Nice New Zealand accent there. In the first answer, we had this awesome expression to curb your anger. If you curb something, you try to limit it. For example, the government have introduced new measures to curb drink driving. In an earlier answer, we heard about clearing the air. And in this answer, we heard about clearing my mind and clearing my head, which is what you try to do when you calm down. What do you do when you lose your temper? So I very rarely shout now. I, um, I'm one of those people who has a cold anger, so I'll just stop talking to you. Or I'll, I'll, I'll kind of, you know, withdraw from, from conversations with the person or communications with the person um, as much as possible without being impolite. But um, the, the, the degree of warmth that, that I, I, I normally have with people, you notice if I'm annoyed because it changes. That's pretty much about it. Is it always better to show your feelings rather than hide them? That's a really tough question because I think it depends on the situation um, and it also depends on the person. I think it's important to show your feelings or to get your feelings out at some point, but it may not always be best to show it at the time that the thing is happening that's making you emotional. So, you know, some of that situational, you know, if you're in an office and your boss has been terrible to you, you know, you might not want to shout at them because you may not have your job after that, depending on how angry you get. Um but at the same token, it is important to let those feelings out. So I think it's always better um, to, to, to express those feelings, but not necessarily at the moment that you're feeling them. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you hear that connector? But at the same token, really nice. It's actually more common to hear by the same token. And this is used when you're adding some more information, which is usually true or maybe closely contrasting. An example would be, I'm not good at maths, and by the same token, I struggle with scientific equations. Earlier in the answer, we heard about a cold anger, which is where the speaker, who is from London, by the way, says she just stops talking to the person she's angry with. This is a bit like the idiom to give someone the cold shoulder, which means to ignore them or be deliberately cold towards them. What things make you angry? People being like late or disorganized. People who don't listen. Or just go on and on about a problem and just don't uh, don't listen to the solution or don't want to hear of it. And they, they're just happy talking about a problem. That drives me mad. Drives me mad. Our last anger expression for today and a really useful one. 
like people who make noise early in the morning drive me mad or people who throw litter on the street drive me mad. I'd love to know what drives you mad. In fact, I'll put a post on Facebook and Instagram and would love it if you can comment on what makes you mad. And that's all for today, folks. Hopefully it didn't cause you any stress or anxiety listening to all of this anger chat. Make sure to get a bit of downtime now, then make a note of whichever super expressions you like best from today and try to reproduce them the next time you're speaking or writing in English. That's really important. Okay, peeps, that's all. Have a good one. Trevor. <laughs>